This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share a great truth from Matthew chapter 12, verse 15 through 21. And I want to start out by reading this scripture to you in the New King James Version of Bible. It says this, And when he knew it, he withdrew from there, and great multitudes followed him. And he healed them all. Yet he warned them not to make him known, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will declare justice, oh yes, justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel nor cry out. Nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench, till he sends forth justice to victory. And in his name, Gentiles will trust. I want to read that 21st verse again. And in his name, Gentiles will trust. God told me to tell you this today through this text that Christ wants your trust. He wants your confidence. He wants you, when everything else fails, to always know that you can depend on him to take care of the situation. And dear hearts, we're living in times where things are failing. Our Governmental systems are failing. Our bodies are failing. Our school systems are failing. Our prison systems are failing. There's something in everything today that's battling, that lacks something. And oh yes, there are good things in everything. And yet there is no completion of anything without God being a part of it. There's some portions of our world today who have decided that they have the answer to everything. They will always lack something because we are living under the law of sin. We're living under, 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 under sin. It's curse. This earth, our bodies, everything has been cursed because of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And the only thing that's going to bring us back to wholeness, bring us back our healing, to restore what we lost is going to take Jesus coming back into the world and into our lives. And oh yes, he's coming back one day. He's going to finish this up. He's going to let Satan know you started trouble and I'm going to bring forth an answer. I'm going to heal the land. And in this text today, you see this is how Christ earns our trust. 
He brings about justice. What is justice to Christ? It is not the focus on the victimizer. It is not a focus on the thing or the person or the place that treats you unfairly. Where you're harmed or something is taken from you. Christ focuses on the victim. He focuses on you. What God will do is he will allow a situation to happen that will harm you. Because he knows he has the power to give it back to you. And why does he give it back to us? Why, why is Christ concerned about restorative justice? I'm talking about where everything you've lost is given back to you. It may be even your life. There are many people today whose lives have been taken by murderers or accidental deaths, friendly fire. And Christ has brought people back from the dead. He's let people get through deadly crashes in airplanes and trucks and cars. And Oh yes, many have testimonies where they've lost the ability to walk and God has healed them, given them back the ability to see, to hear. And he does that to build up our trust. I share these words today to encourage us to expect something wonderful to happen in your life every day of your life. We serve a God. We serve a Christ. We serve a Godhead that is concerned not about punishment of who's hurt you or of what's happened, but he's concerned about you. I remember some years ago when I, I started my career as a female black chemical engineer. It was very obvious that they weren't comfortable with my presence. Many of us, or many of them, grew up in environments where everybody looked like them. They talked like them. They acted like them. And so I was very different to them. Even to the uh, administrative human relations part where they did not want to pay me the same way they paid my counterparts. I work in a field where 10% are women and less than 1% are minority. And so I, I stuck, stood out like a sore thumb. And the Lord said to me, take what they're paying you because I'm going to reward you. They don't want the blessing of giving you what you deserve. And I'm going to do what they will not do for you. So I would look at my paycheck for many years. I, I lived on credit as an engineer, struggling. People said, well, why don't you do this? Take them to court and do this and that. And the Lord said, be patient. Just, just, just let me handle this because I need you in this place at this time. They're not giving you the money you deserve, but you will lack nothing. And I didn't. I just didn't have as much as others did. I probably used my credit card more often than many others did. 
I was in debt for many years. And I want you to know that in return for my obeying God, and God won't tell everybody to do what he told me to do. Sometimes you do need to take people to court (laughs) if God guides you to go there. But in my case, he told me to hold my peace. Don't focus on the money. Focus on the plan and the place where I want you to be. For everywhere I've been as an engineer, God has had a spiritual purpose as well as a professional purpose. And dear hearts, over the years, God has given me money. I remember when I bought my first home. God allowed me to get into a program that helped me pay my mortgage off. I have bought homes where it was, I paid half of what it was actually worth just because I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, God have allowed people to give me money. He's blessed them. I often say certain institutions have missed their blessings because they didn't want to bless me. Christ wants to earn your trust and he will do it by restoring things back to you that you have lost. And I challenge you today to live expecting the Lord to give you back everything that you need to have a good life. He wants to satisfy you daily. He needs to give you what you need to give him what he wants. It's very difficult to preach a message of deliverance and a message of hope when you have not yet experienced it for himself. Dear hearts, in this scripture, Matthew chapter 12, Jesus had multitudes following him. And in this particular text, that day he healed everybody. And they were Gentiles. They weren't the Jews. Isaiah made it very clear as an eagle eye prophet back in Old Testament times to let us know that a Savior was coming to declare justice to the Gentiles, to the people who did not have that promise of a Messiah through their lineage. God wants to do the same thing. He wants to declare justice to you. He wants to declare and show you restoration. And that's why I challenge you to allow Christ to be a part of every battle that you face with injustice. Think about him. Don't think about what you've lost, but think about what you will be gaining because of the situation you're in. Today, when I was making minimal amount of money. They paid me as less as they could without being cited by government agencies. This day, God's given me double for my trouble and triple for my tribulation. There are many times God would told, told me with, to take less than I knew I could get elsewhere, but he wanted me there in that place. I trusted the Lord to do what he said he would do. He has earned my trust and my confidence that whatever situation he has placed me in, that he's going to give me back 
everything I've lost to stay in that place. Oh yes, God protects his plans for our life. He knows the end from the beginning. And I share this today because many of you are battling with situations of injustice in your home. You're being treated badly by your spouse. You're suffering injustice on your job, co-workers and systems that try to keep their foot on your neck. Oh, yes, I feel like Al Sharpton. All of us have had a foot on our neck and, and, and God will allow that situation to a change at the appointed time. Dear hearts, I want you to know that God loves you very much. He wants to give you back what the enemy has stolen from you. He wants to earn your trust by performing what your enemy will not do for you. He will bless you and take you to places But you got to do two things. You got to keep the faith and you got to be patient. You got to keep the faith and you got to be patient. Hold on. Don't let the enemy steal what God has in store for you. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you. Hope to share again with you next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.